Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. And we have a mammoth pod today, I think. Is it a woolly mammoth? I think... I like the woolly mammoth. Then this is a woolly mammoth podcast because we are going to talk about stuff that has been carried over. From the era of the woolly mammoth? I'm, well... In, in podcast timeline, yes. Yes. Uh, sure. We're gonna, there is no, gonna, the podcast timeline is like 35 seconds because everyone has a podcast. Also true. Which is apparent because we have one. We are going to talk. We're, we have one because we really wanted to talk about engrossed bills. Yeah, that just sounds gross. Well, See what I did there? I guess we'll find out. And then we'll find enrolled ones, and which is good because we're, we work in schools, get it? And they kids enroll here. Folks, send your emails to Matt, uh, Matt J at mattmatt.com. Dot com, dot net, dot org. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's go first with, uh, with the ones that are, have been carried over to the new session that starts in January. So, look, yeah, okay, let's go ahead. Okay, ask your question. My question was just going to be um, carried over, which really is going to be, what does carried over mean? It just means that they didn't get to it in the first session so they're going to do something with it over to the over to the second part right and that is it because i'm looking at at an example so one of them are one of the bills that was carried over is ld703 which is an act to help maine students succeed great title it's the best as we talked about eons ago in the woolly mammoth era about <laughs> our previews uh on february 12th of 2019 this was ordered, printed, and referred to the Education and Cultural Affairs Committee. And then on June 20th, it was carried over by the House and Senate to, the, to any special or regular session or both of the 129th legislature. So literally nothing happened. No hearings, no work sessions. Uh, I assume the papers got shuffled somewhere, but it doesn't really mention that. But nothing happened, so they just. I can't imagine people. Session. I can't imagine anyone in Augusta would be just, you know, pushing papers around. No, that's that does not make it sense. Doesn't seem like either. Doesn't seem like anything that they would do. No, no, clearly not. So what's what? I, what I find also interesting about this this bill that we we're leading off with, an act to help Maine succeed, um, was a concept draft, and there's literally nothing else in it. <laughs> So what they carried over was literally nothing. So, yeah, there were so many Matt and Matt pod jokes there. There's I know, literally right? nothing in it. And There's... it got carried over anyway. Right. Yep. Make your own jokes. Exactly. So Send let's... those to us on Twitter at Mainhead Matters <laughs> or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Matters. That's definitely. So we're going to try to plow through some of the ones that are just carried over uh, as opposed to the, the next two sections that we're going to have. Uh, we're going to separate them by committee, and Great. some of the first bunch uh, are all going to be appropriations ones. So they all cost money. Uh, so nothing has really happened to them yet, uh, but they're going to keep talking about them. So I'm just going to fly right through these. Let's go. The LD numbers are 1119, an act to authorize a general fund bond issue to support investments in energy efficiency and renewable energy in municipalities and school administrative units. We like bond issues, we like energy efficiency, we like renewable energy, and we also like municipalities and school administrative units. We do. Uh, so we're in favor? 
as of right now, I mean, the issue is always going to be how you're going to pay for it. Hey, so all of these are are bond issues, general fund bond issues. Uh, so the next one is 148 to recapitalize the school revolving renovation fund and to give priority status to certain school facility upgrades. Great. 299. Uh, to assist schools, municipalities, and counties in using emerging technologies and energy alternatives to fossil fuels and heating, electrical, uh, electrical, and I'll say it the better this time, electrical and other utility systems. Hey, uh, we're another, another one to look at ways to support schools and other dist and districts and municipalities to you know uh, be more energy efficient. I like that. I oh, I'm 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 very much for it. I think that's that's great to 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 support districts in order to do that. I know there was a, a MDI just was in the news about their high school being all now solar, and think you know if we could get more uh, districts on board with helping to do re renewable and energy efficient uh, energy systems, that's just great. But I heard that if you have solar energy at night, then nothing works. You know what I also heard about? What well, I also heard about wind energy is that it kills all the bugs. Mm, and if it kills all the bugs, because they get all get on the propellers, yeah, then the birds have nothing to eat. Mm. And if the birds have nothing to eat, neither do we. Mm. Because pigeon is tasty. <laughs> well, next one, uh, eight fifty nine. They'll fund equipment for career and technical education centers and regions. Great. The next one's 394 to provide for student loan debt relief. That's a big deal. And 149 to provide student debt forgiveness to support workforce attraction and retention. I imagine that those two will probably get the combined together at some point. Exactly what I was just going to say. Those sound familiar. So those are all the ones that, that are in the Appropriations and Financial Affairs Committee that have been carried over. So a lot of stuff about energy and facilities, um, some equipment, and then some uh, student debt. That works for me. Yeah, that's those are the big money issues heading to uh, appropriations and financial affairs from that are education related. So there are two in the Judiciary Committee, uh, LD 639, an act to protect student <coughs> privacy, and LD 1554, a resolve, which we love, establishing a commission to reform child protective services. Wow. Well, that, that's going to be quite the resolve. I think they're probably do a task force for that one. So, so speaking of task forces, we have a list yeah. of all the task forces that we'll be doing on our pod sometime in the next couple of weeks. There's uh, a lot there's, of them. There's a lot of them, but we love them. We love them. Oh. A lot of whereas is going on. So many whereas is so many task force way to go. 129th way to go. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the three other committees before we get to the education ones. Uh, there's one in Health and Human Services, which is LD 1760, an act to support children's healthy development and school readiness. Yeah. As you can probably tell by now, we're just kind of, we're shooting through these pretty quickly, folks. Well, we're just flying right through. Yeah, but uh, it's 17, but LD 1760. So there it is. Uh, the next one is LD 772, an act to encourage continued learning. That's in the Innovation Development, Economic Advancement, and Business Committee. I'd really like to know how some of these things get into certain committees. I'd like to know that process at some point. Oh, that sounds like some the challenge for us. Oh, wait. You're sounds one, like work. You're one of the us. So, yeah, sounds like work. Uh, the next one's in the Labor and Housing, which is LD 900, an act to expand the rights of public employees under the main labor laws. 
That was a big one. That's the right to strike bill, right? I believe so. That has been clearly carried over. And now we get to the ones that are in the education committee. Again, we're just kind of kind of bust through these um, for various reasons. So LD178, an act to increase the state share of the cost of health insurance for retired teachers. That's going to be costly. 791, an act to provide school districts with full state funding for students with high cost special education needs. As well that one. LD860, an act to establish the Maine Community College System no-cost tuition program. That's going to cost a little bit. LD882, a resolve to require the examination of the system of learning results. That'll be about $500. <laughs> I didn't, didn't, the, didn't they put in like 50 bucks for one of these? So, no, there, there was one of them that was, that was like, literally like $500 yeah. like, over like three years. Yeah, thanks. That'll Great. Help. That'll help a lot. Uh, the next one, LD703. and That, that covers LD stamps is what that covers. It covers stamps. Mm, not with the price going up. Uh, 703, an act to help Maine students succeed. We just talked about that one at the top of the show. Yeah. Uh, 1521, an act to expand skill development opportunities for Maine youth. Yep. LD 1813, a resolve to ensure safe and inclusive learning environments. Like the sound of that one. 1607, an act to create the Department of Early Care and Learning. Another one about CDS, another one about bringing uh, those younger kids into the schools. LD-136, an act to establish a special education circuit breaker reimbursement program. Mm. Sounds like money. Sounds like money. LD-1606, an act to increase funding for career and technical education programs. That goes along with what we talked about earlier, which has to do with uh, equipment. So we're going to fund the programs, but we're also going to give them equipment. And LD-1715, an act to reorganize the provision of services for children with disabilities from birth to five years of age. There's another CDS one. That's going to be a big thing this year. So if those are the ones that are carried over, those are the only ones that they can talk about, as far as I'm aware, unless there's a governor's bill put in. So Governor Mills can ask for anything, and it goes in. But otherwise, there are no new bills being reintroduced this year or introduced this year. These are all ones that, that have been at least uh, printed last year and are just carried over to this session. Right. These are, these are the ones that there, there are others, but these are the ones that have been just carried over, meaning that they, they, they didn't get to them for some reason. They, didn't, they just couldn't come to agreement. It couldn't get to the floor for whatever reason. And then it got through the committee, but it didn't get anywhere else. So that, they have to decide what to do with them because or the dude well i guess they could do nothing with them yeah that could and then they'd just be dead if they right. don't make it out of this session it's dead they just sail into the sun into the sunset across the ocean never yeah. to be seen or heard from again yes just like uh bilbo yeah but bilbo went went there to with, uh, with some dead bills yeah bilbo and and frodo was there too and gandalf and yeah yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert for those of you who have not either read or seen Lord of the Rings. You just gave it away. They people were just like, eh, I don't know who those. I did. Are. I did. Yeah. Basically, everyone dies. Oh, ouch. Okay. So let's talk about the next one. The next ones are engrossed bills that are carried. Yeah. Out. yeah help me through this, Matt, because this is confusing. This is confusing. So, if a bill has been engrossed, and we're going to look at eleven eighty four right now. 
is an act regarding penalties for early retirement for certain members of the Maine Public Employees Retirement System. Yeah, so um, looking at the summary of this one, before it went through any kind of amendment, when it was originally produced, it said that it says the following, quote, under changes made to the Maine Public Employees Retirement System in 1993, that was a little bit ago, employees who are members of the Maine Public Employees Retirement System as of July 1st, 93, but did not have 10 years of credible service as of July 1st, 93, are required to have 25 years of credible service and attain 62 years of age in order to avoid incurring a penalty of 6% of earned benefits for each year the person retires before attaining 62 years of age. Prior to that change, the penalty was 2.25% for each year below 60 years of age the person retired. This bill changes the rate of the penalty for those state employees who retired between July 1st, 2011 and July 1st, 2012 and for those teachers who retired between July 1st, 2011 and 2012, who had at least 25 years of service on July 1st, 2011, but had not yet attained 62 years of age to 2.25% for each year. The person was below 62 years of age. Got all that? So I, I kind of remember this one a little bit. And didn't this affect something like 60 or 70 people? I was, it was like, it was like, yeah, it was like 17. It, yeah, it may, not, it may have been as low as that. It was, so, it was, like, it was really, really low. And all they're looking is just to make it fair for those people because somehow they got a little more penalized sure. from well, you, well, well, you know what happens. You build a house, right? Okay. And, every, and everything's fine. Everything's going great in the house. But after a little while, things settle down. And then you might notice that, you know, you're looking through your windows. Well, there might be some cold air coming through the windows. You got to seal that up. That's what this is. There was a little hole that kind of people didn't really see when it was originally done. And now they just got, they're trying to seal it up. Okay. I think I got, think I followed that one too. All right. So let's go through the process for this one and what actually happened. Can't wait. So after this one came out of committee, it went to the house. Okay. okay. They tried to get a minority report of ought to pass as amended. That failed. Yep. Interesting. So next, they go to the majority ought not to pass, and that got accepted. Okay. So that, that passed the house. It passed the house as ought not to pass, which is okay. interesting. And so it goes over to the Senate. Right. So the Senate figures something out a little bit different, accept a different amendment, and then was passed to be engrossed as amended. So what that means is they're happy with what they've got right there. Okay. So once so wait, wait, it's closed, so, it's but, done for that. So, so by, by Go ahead. All right. By happy when they got there, are they happy with what the house sent over? Or are they happy with their own changes to it? Their own changes to it in this particular case. Okay. So, so they got it from the house and they said, meh. And then they decided to, do some more change with it said, Oh, now it's better. Now we like that more. Yep. That's where we're at. So, yep. So once it got to the Senate, the reports were read. They liked the amendment, which the house did not. So in non-concurrence, which makes sense because they are not in agreement and they liked it. They adopted the amendment, went through a second reading and then it was passed to be engrossed as amended. So they like the bill as is, which means it now goes back to the house. So the house now, okay. has it. the house has it. They recede and concurred, 
which means they're just like, yeah, we got this. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. We agree. So they uh, pass it's a passage to be engrossed. So they like the bill. And after it's engrossed in both chambers, it has to go through another vote to be enacted. So there's actually four votes each chamber has to take on the bill for it to get through to the governor eventually. So it went through that first reading, a second reading, an engrossment, and now it was passed to be enacted in the House. This was a week later on May 28th, and then it passed in the House means it goes over to the Senate. So it went back over to the Senate, and because they've already engrossed it, they agree with it, but it has something to do with money. So it needs to go on to the special appropriations table before it can be enacted. Now remember, this bill has been engrossed and accepted and voted on by both houses and has been enacted in the House. But since it affects the general budget, we cannot necessarily send it to the governor until it, comes, it gets approved by that, that special table, which apparently isn't a real table, I found out also. <laughs> That would be awesome if there's like one table. And That'd be great. What if somebody just like gets mad and flips it? That's what I always wondered. Yeah. But then just like, like, it's like one of those folding tables you get at Target. Yeah. And it's just, you know, somebody tries to pull the, uh, the, the sheet off of it to see if it all stays. Right. They, they, they whip all that, all, leave all the china, keep all the little bills on there, see if they can do it. And then all the papers go flying. Yeah. And that's why they have these special sessions. Now it all makes sense. It does. It does. So on May 29th. Talk about a broken system. On May 29th, that went to the special appropriations table pending passage to be enacted. So they're waiting to see, are we going to be able to fund it? So, so for those of you playing along at home, it's gone through the House. Yep. It went to the Senate. Yep. It went back to the House. Yep. Went back to the Senate. Yep. Did that a couple more times. Basically. More or less. And before then, it also went through committee, which went also... Yep. which also went through public hearing and testimony and all that other stuff. Yep. So it's gone through, basically these bills have gone through the process of printing, public hearing, work session, um, any amendments that they do, liked it, sent it on, passed both houses four times, first reading, second reading, engrossment, enactment. But now the only reason this is not in front of Governor Mills is because there is a fiscal note attached to it that affects the general fund. Okay. So, so now they need to figure so, out so like, going to fit in the budget. All of our, okay, but so all of our representatives, the people who we elect, have a, pretty much agreed or it's been passed to go forward that way. Yep. But it stopped because of a potential budget. Yes. Because they pass a lot of things, but we can't afford all these things as a state. Well, isn't that kind of their, isn't that their responsibility to make sure that, that we're, that they're, that they're holding onto those things, that they're well, making sure that, that they, that if they hold the purse strings. Well, so, so here's the thing, appropriations, uh, budgets, basically passes all the bills to do the budget, right? So does, so, so on appropriations, then they get to decide what kind of lives or, or dies. Well, there's two different things here. So. I'm going to read from what uh, from the state part here, where, where there's a path of legislation, which is a fascinating webpage that uh, would have helped us about seven or eight months ago. Yeah, that would have been very useful yesterday. Again, sounds like work. 
Yeah. So on the appropriations table, at the end of the session, after the budget bills have been reported out by the appropriations committee, and usually after the budget bills have been enacted, the appropriations committee and legislative leadership, having received recommendations from policy committees, review bills on the special appropriations table to determine which can be enacted given available general fund resources. Now, I'm gonna stop right there first because these are all bills for the most part that came out of a different committee than appropriations. Okay. So that kind of makes sense that other committees are trying to do stuff, but it wasn't on appropriations to begin with. So they may not have even known that it existed. Sure. Of, of course, unless they listen to the podcast. Of course. So, which, which I'm assuming that they do. Uh, I've, yeah, I would think so. So following those decisions, I'm reading again, motions are made in the Senate, usually by the Senate chairs of appropriations. And there's another committee for special transportation stuff. Uh, saying, it acts the exact same way. To remove bills from the special tables and to enact amend or indefinitely postpone them. If they are indefinitely postponed, they're dead. Sure. If they're amended, has to go through the process again. Sure. In both houses. Or if it's just yes, enacted, it goes right to the Senate, they vote and it's done. Okay. I guess one of the questions that I have, and I'm sure, you, and I don't know if you know the answer to this or not, how does the appropriations table prioritize? I think that is where uh, the appropriations committee and leadership comes into play because it's not the appropriations committee. It's a bigger set bigger of group. legislators, uh, including leadership. So they, I think the leadership is there to prioritize what is important at that point. So it's not just the people on appropriations who, from what I have gathered, are like the most important people in the legislature. Because well, if, they, well, if the ones with the purse strings, right? Well, yeah. I mean, and if and if a whole bill can go through the entire process of public hearing and testimony and work session and all that other stuff, and our all of our representatives, even unanimously, let's say we, all hundred percent of them were to say we want to push us forward, but there was cost of it long to it, they could stop it along the way. I'd say those are some pretty powerful people. I would think I who would can exactly stop the democratic process. So there is another one uh, that was, so uh, put it this way, sorry. There's one bill in there that has been engrossed. And that is uh, that one about early retirement one. Sure. There is a whole- Which is, which is, which, you know, that's, that's the closing of like a loophole. That's all that really that is. That's all that is. There's a whole but, number of them that have been enrolled. En enrolled? Yes. Okay. Walk me through this thing then. <laughs> This one's because I, I think I thought I just got a handle on engrossed, and now you're now you're throwing this enrollment at me. And so this is the, I can handle it. This is the part that I am not a hundred percent sure of because that sounds like us. That sounds just like us. And this is with some actual research being done. So my sounds like work. Actually, I did some work. So I figured out what engrossed means because we had no idea. So engrossed again means that it's gone through all the steps in both houses and is ready to be voted to be enacted. So from what I can gather from enrolled is it's been enacted in both houses already, 
but there is some money attached to it. So it still needs to go onto that special appropriations table. So I don't know exactly the difference other than it seems like the, the bills have been agreed on completely by both houses and sure. voted on enactment in both houses. But before it got to the governor, some person, the enrollment manager, made that one up. <laughs> that, that should be that's definitely a title of someone in, in Augusta. That's I definitely think so. So they take that right before it gets over to the Blaine House and they take that bill and they say, wait a minute, I see a fiscal note. And they, they do the Dikembe Mutombo wagging of the finger. And they put it on that big folding table with the cloth right. on it. And there's a whole number of these. There's a whole number of these. And most of them were in the education committee from what I remember. Yeah. I think. Because they also look familiar. So let's, let's run through those pretty quick. So basically, these still all have money attached to them. They've gone through the full process, but they're still waiting on that table. So I don't think, unless there's an amendment or anything, that you will ever hear from these again before it either dies or is made into law. These don't go back out for hearings. These don't go back out for any type of work sessions. Uh, so let's, let's talk about a few of them or just list them first. Uh, 50, LD 502, uh, to establish the Summer Success Pilot Program Fund. 470, an act to provide traffic safety education in schools. 712, an act to increase the school construction debt service limit. 1164, an act to improve the educational opportunity tax credit. 662, an act to count study abroad towards secondary school credit. I remember that one. And I, I remember that one too. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting conversation. I don't know why that is on the appropriations table because I didn't think there was money for that one. Uh, 660, an act to exempt sales to parent-teacher organizations from the sales tax. 427, an act to require the state to fund teacher retirement. Sounds like a big one. That, that would be on appropriations. <laughs> 1178, an act to address the needs of children with intellectual disabilities and autism spectrum disorder. 732, an act to provide a sales tax exemption for nonprofit career and technical student organizations. 1043, an act to establish universal public preschool programs. 1584, an act to attract, build, and retain an early childhood education workforce through increased training, education, and career pathways. And 836, an act to expand main school-based health centers. All right, then. Those have all been enrolled, which means, as far as we know, they have been gone through all four steps in both houses and are ready to go pending something. Pending, yeah, something. That's the, that's the best way to put that. I think that needs to be the title of this podcast, which is pending something. So I'm looking at 1043 now, the one about uh, universal public preschool programs. So this was passed to be engrossed from the House on May 16th, went to yep. the Senate. It was read and adopted and read a second time and passed to be engrossed. So it's sent back to the House, passed to be enacted, sent back to the Senate, passed to be enacted, pending, and it was placed on the special appropriations table. So, and then since it didn't make it off the table, it is now carried over. Right. So I'm looking at the amendments and trying to see what it is here. 
and there is the fiscal note on this one, uh, an undetermined future biennium cost increase. So, which makes sense. It's established universal public pre-K. Yeah. And which uh, can be something. So the proposed one uh, in LD 1001 included, it says included a $7 million general fund appropriation in fiscal year 20-21. Additional costs are unknown at this point. So my guess is that's why it's on the special appropriations table is because they're not sure they need to talk more about it. Yeah. There's a, well, when you put words like unknown cost, undetermined, undetermined, <laughs> and, and when you're going to appropriations, that might be like, okay, we're going to pause on this for a second. Yeah. Because, so that enrollment manager definitely grabbed that one. Yeah. Most there, definitely grabbed that one. That was a tell, as they say in the poker business. <laughs> so my, again, my only unknown that, that uh, that I don't exactly know is what's the difference between engrossed and enrolled, when basically the the effect is the exact same thing for both of them. Well, so in summary, there are eleven bills that have been carried over where basically nothing has happened. Well, yep. or eleven from the education committee. There are a few more in other places. So right, um, one has been engrossed, and about twelve or so have been enrolled. So we're looking at upwards of what, 35 to 45 bills that are going to be education related? Yep. For education based or education related that are going to be coming directly into the next session. Um, and so with, with that, we can say, you know, of the 200 that were originally put forward, the 60 that were signed, 60 plus that were signed, there are 40 ish left. 35 to 40 left. Yeah, so like a hundred, it seems, about a hundred or so died. Yeah. Just went, went right away or combined, that sort of thing. And some haven't been touched yet. Those are the ones that we'll go over with uh, public hearings and work sessions and our usual, like we did um, in part uh, of this seasonal podcast. And those other ones that have been engrossed and enrolled are ones that we'll just need to keep track of so yeah. listeners can be updated on what's going on with them, but they're not going to be out in the public at all. They're just going to be uh, debated uh, in the House and the Senate if they make it off the table at all. Right, right. Then, then, then it just goes, and if it, gets, if it gets off the table and it gets passed through, then it just goes right to the governor. And, and off know, as my, my mom would say, Bob's your uncle. And Bob's your uncle. So what we're going to do with our... Uh, spreadsheet for this upcoming year is try to organize these into a couple of different sections, uh, try to keep people aware of them. Uh, the good news is, as Matt just said, uh, there's a lot less this year. Yeah. And, and, and speaking, I'll, I'll speak for you, but I think I can thank you for it being a lot less. <laughs> I hear that a lot. So that works out perfectly because that, that, that was a lot last year. It was a lot last year and great we get to do it again uh next fall too we do so i think that wraps up today on what is upcoming uh i think our as far as i know our next pod coming soon is going to be all about the resolves and the task forces we have resolves and task forces and we also have the um since you know you and i kind of deal with curriculum and instruction we have a uh, talk about instruction those those few bills oh, that's right there was a few bills directly on that 
there, you know, you know, of the 60 past, there, there, there's really a handful that had a direct impact on curriculum instruction. So what's going to happen next? And so we'll, we'll talk about that too. Yeah, we got a few coming up. We have the occasional interview coming up. Uh, so just uh, be on the lookout. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts so people can find out about us. Yeah, we do need to become the best. The number, we do want to become the number one main-based education and uh, law systems podcast. It's a vicious world out there with the other podcasters that do the same thing we do. And it's unbelievable. Yeah, we try. We, we see them. We try to just run them over. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know what else? I really appreciate it. They're, they're taking our idea, really. We started this thing, but other people are better at it. Come on. Give us a rate and review. I bet there's bots involved. That's what I'll bet. There are bots. <laughs> I don't know what bots are, but I'll bet they're involved. I hear about bots all the time. So if you're a bot and you'd like to follow us. On oh, yeah, Twitter, please follow us, bots. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure we already do. Uh, you found us at Main Ed Matters. You can find us yep. at uh, Main Education Matters, I think, on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, and if you have any feedback for us, uh, please let us know. We're still trying to take pictures of our listeners. I think yeah. we're up to, uh, we've got most of the 17 now, don't we? I, I think we've got pretty close to the seven, to, the, to our faithful 17, yeah. Excellent. So we're trying to do our best there. And uh, again, if you have any feedback for us, things you'd like to hear about, uh, please let us know because it does make a difference. And we have done some extra pods because of that. Indeed. Good times. All right. We'll talk next time. Bye. Bye.